verse out. Things always turn out in your favor, even if it doesn't go according to the original plan. Find comfort in knowing that your all currently experience is a transition and transformation period is leading you to your ultimate vision. Hi guys, welcome to Girls Like Us. This is Charlotte. And this is Venus. I almost forgot. I almost forgot who I was. Sorry, I was like, who are you? So we're finally doing video, guys. Yes, we are. We're doing a trial and error to see how it goes. Yes. But how have you been? Tell me what you've been up to. How's life? Maybe it catches the wrong time. Right. I'm getting so good. Um, jeez. I literally have been doing nothing. I worked over the weekend. Um, and uh, that was good. I had took these things because sometimes I have a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I took these, uh, these extended releases, Z12. Um, oh, and my best friend came over on Saturday. So. Hey, friend. <laughs> Life always works out. Things always turn out in your favor, even if it doesn't go according to the original plan. Find comfort in knowing that your all currently experience is a transition and transformation period is leading you to your ultimate vision. Hi guys, welcome to Girls Like Us. This is Charlotte. And this is Venus. I almost forgot. I almost forgot who I was. Sorry, I was like, who are you? (laughs) So we're finally doing video, guys. Yes, we are. We're doing a trial and error mm-hmm. to see how it goes. Yes. <clears throat> but how have you been? Tell me what you've been up to. How's life? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it catches the wrong time. Right. <laughs> I'm just drinking so good. Um, jeez. I literally have been doing nothing. I worked over the weekend. Um, and uh, that was good. I had took these things because sometimes I have a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I took these uh, these extended releases, Z12. Um, oh, and my best friend came over on Saturday. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so we watched um, we watched the Black Mirror stuff, mm-hmm. and then we had food. And um, so after that, I was like, I'm going to take this Z12. And see if it works because the regular sequel does not work at all whatsoever mm-hmm. for me. Like I'll take it. I'm not a big like sleep thing, and I took it once and it. It doesn't work. Like I will. Like I'll. It'll push you to sleep, but it won't keep you asleep. So because I'll be like so feeling unrested, I, I look unrested, and I feel like I look unrested, and I am unrested. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me try to extend releases and see if that works. So I took it that night. And let's just say it did work, but I, I read the reviews and it was like it worked the first few times, but like after well, that, your body gets used to it. Used to um, it. Have you ever tried melatonin? I didn't know I tried everything, but it'll put me to sleep. But it doesn't keep me asleep. But this one, the first time I only I used it that one time, and it did. Like I woke up and I was like, oh wow, like this isn't. I woke up, but I did go back to sleep. Oh. Like I probably went off and on to sleep up until like. 12 or 1 o'clock. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Like, I was tired, but once it was, like, once I got it out of my system, you know, sometimes stuff will, like, leave you groggy the entire day, oh, but once yeah. it was out of my system, I was, it was oh, out of my that's system. Because 
when I take the like the medicine, like the night medicine, like mm-hmm. for two days, I'll be like dying. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but once it was out of my system, and I didn't even take it until like um, I think like eleven that night, eleven to twelve o'clock that night. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. It worked for like it did work. Yep. It did. Yep. So I was like, if I were to take it like on a work day, because it was like it's not. I don't want it. I was like, am I going to be groggy? So I would literally have to take it. If I was going to take it on work days, like as soon as I got home. Oh yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. To, yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. I don't take anything because I love sleep. Yeah, I love it, but my sleep, it doesn't, like, I always wake up. Well, my sleep has been, like, so off lately because of my other job. So I'll find, like, myself at, like, 5 p.m. My body's already like, mm-hmm. oh, you need to go to sleep, which I really don't. And then, like, it'll be, like, 11 p.m. and I'm wide awake because mm-hmm. that's usually at the time I work. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, like, on a hundred. Oh, my God. Yeah. I sl- oh like the other day I slept for like ten hours. I can't without waking up though. I did not wake up not once. Really? Yes, ten hours straight, and I can't tell you when the last time I slept ten hours straight. Wow. Without waking up, like it wasn't like you know how you wake up to go to the bathroom, yeah. you wake up nothing. My alarms went off, and because I forgot like to like unset my alarms, mm-hmm. they went off and wow. I did not hear them. I didn't, but it was like I needed that. Right. I needed that sleep. Yeah, no, even when I was on vacation, my sleep was still like off. Um, like I was up to like four or five in the morning just watching shows, having a crowd. Um, <laughs> and um, I was still back up by nine. Wow. Exactly. No, I, I've been, I think my body was so like deprived of breath mm-hmm. that like the last couple of days I had to are you okay with that? <laughs> oh my God, that's enough, man. <laughs> I inhaled it, you know, you still, I inhaled it like, oh. I don't see how they did that challenge. They could have died. Remember that challenge that they were doing and they were eating up like some nutmeg? It was a goofy challenge that some stupid kids were doing. But that right there just, I you know how they always doing stupid challenges and mm-hmm. stuff, and that was one of them because you know if you like the nutmeg in your mouth, you can't swallow it, and that was the, like I think that was the challenge of it or something like it was stupid, <laughs> stupid kid stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is yeah. really good. I just want y'all to know that this is really good. It's so good. Like this, this? my girl that does it, like no slacking. Like oh, and she like cause this is the second time I bought it from her. Um, she gave me little, she does apple shots too, like she has a whole little menu, and she gave me like a sample of apple shots, and let me tell you, I was, it was only like two, but I had those two, and then I had like a cup and a half of this, I was lit. <laughs> this is good, I like this flavor better. This, this strawberry coquito. I like so this one. Regular, and then, um, she has some tallow, but that one I haven't tried. This is really good. I think the other one I like, but it tastes like a nutmeg. Uh, mm-hmm. No, eggnog. Because that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. like Puerto Rican eggnog. And I really want to try her pina colada. Like, I really This, right, this strawberry. Oh, so, uh, let me shout her out. Right. <laughs> like, if you're in Chicago, um, her stuff is uh, Kate's Kitchen. But she, like, even, like, the flavor and the amount of alcohol she puts on it, like, it's spot on. Like, she doesn't chin stop. But it's worth it. It is. It's yeah. <laughs> I be popping these bottles. Man. <laughs> it's so good. 
Because it goes off smooth too. It's not like, you know how like sometimes when you have those big drinks, like yeah. alcohol hits you all of a sudden, you're like, yes. no, mm-hmm. this one, like, she knows what she's doing. Oh, when you asked, like, are we still recording? My first thing was about the drinks, yeah. Like, I, I mean, are you going to drop the drinks off then? Because I'm going to drink. I don't know about you. Like, I already got it ready. I'm set. Like, who are these? Like, I eat first. So I get the drinks. Like, like, wait a minute. We already discussed it. I like, completely forgot that I had, like, stunned you. Like, I kid you not. And then I was like, let me ask her. We're still on for recording. And then you're like, what about the drinks? And I'm like, wow. But then, like, it, it also came into, like, I just assume people's time. And I'm trying to get better mm-hmm. at it. No, it does come from that. Because we talked about it Saturday because I was sick. But, like, you don't know what happens from Saturday to Wednesday. And that's you. Me, I'm pretty much the same. Like, unless, uh, the only time I'm like, okay. But, like, let's see, like, I don't know. Like, when you it's Wednesday. Like, it's like, a, I don't know. Like, and right. especially, like, during the week. It's not like like when I see you every day, it's different because like I kind of like know, but I haven't seen you, so it was kind of like let me not assume when people's time <laughs> after I told her. Right? Okay, like, after we talked about these but, drinks, like what? Like, Absolutely. What is the, the person that always tells me what progress, not perfection? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so don't at me. Oh Give my me a god. Little bit of progress. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get better with people's time because I mean I'm really honest about my time, but like I don't care about people's time. Like it sounds so selfish and it sounds so bad, but like and like I care about my friends' time, but like anybody else, I'm like, right? It's horrible. I'm trying to get better. I'm you know I'm bad at time when it comes down to like overbooking myself. Yeah, and I, like, like you're good at like work time. Like she'll live at work. But, like, when it comes to, like, doing something else, like, especially, like, like, I'm going to tell you, I left my house at 5. Because I'm, like, oh, no, actually, like, 5.15, I'm, like, she'll probably get there, like, a whole minute before me. And then I'm, like, she usually tells me to leave. And then I was just, like, but you know what? Like, she already knew. But then I'm, like, you know what? She's at work. And I already <laughs> know how work goes. She gets out at 5, she won't leave till 6.30. Oh, my God. And, you know, the craziest thing is because I stayed late on Saturday. I was, like, oh, I'm staying late. Like, I stayed for, like, 4. So, I was, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be here on uh, 4 on um, Wednesday. I was, like, because I'm already, I already did this. And I'm just, like, oh, when I tell you that when I got that power, I was, like, nah, it's not, 4 or 5 is not going to happen. Yeah, it was so, fun. and then like the notification my phone having horrible, and it was fine when I checked and I was like, oh yeah, and I didn't get it. And I was already on my way, so right. I was like, I'm just gonna like chill type of thing. <laughs> if he would have gave me the stuff like first thing that morning, I would have definitely been done because it's not a payroll. It's mm-hmm. like I would have definitely been done, but because it was like twelve o'clock and it was like all these deals and then these payoffs and then everything else and checks and i usually like right when he comes in i'll go in and ask him just because he'll keep the titles again to like the end of the day yeah and it's like some of the stuff i needed to go out and you're bringing it and yes and i'm sure in that pile it was sometimes like i got now i gotta go through these that's why i was like i probably mm-hmm. don't be there later than my normal time tomorrow because yeah. there's titles i'm like is this one of the titles that she wants me to send out oh and that's like email. so clear yeah she really did she's like- so like i must say <laughs> She is very detail oriented. Me, I'm like I'm I, a, I sent this long ass email highlighting important parts to what needed to be done, who needed to be like taken care of, 
And I was like, and you need to send this to this person. But I didn't really send it to you. I sent it to like finance. I even sent it to the owners. Like I'm like, here y'all go. Like yeah. So now I gotta go through all the papers that I got to check uh, check it against the email. The detailed email to be like, does this have to be sent out and all of this? And then, so oh, it came into the day because uh, because you always run the FedEx, so it's through the sticker. So then I had to correct the thing for the printout so I could print out a regular way. I'm just like, oh my god! All of this is like literally down 4:30. I'm like, this is I'm not gonna get finished. Like I am not about to finish this. And I'm just like, oh, it was so funny because Thursday when I left, I told my best friend, I was like, I think I'm the only person that writes this thorough thorough ass email yeah. to your bosses to let them know what's expected of them when you're gone. You absolutely right. Because when I go on vacation, I'm not like the the most I'm doing. I'm not gonna be in the office. Don't call me. That's it. Like literally, that is it. When I'm doing, I like, think every- it's just that I hate when people feel kind of lost as to what's going on, and I'm like, you about to call me, like you about to call me, you about to nothing me. So like you're in the loop. Like what you need to know, you know. So so in my position with me leaving, you will be perfect in my because you will be very thorough in what you believe in <laughs> to do. Me, I'm just like figure it out. <laughs> figure it out you know what but left me out on a whim to figure it out like literally she did there was no like maybe a couple of days because she had already started working somewhere else but she definitely was just like and it was a it was literally a figure it out it was no like it was a couple of notes but it was like he'd be like oh do this and i'd be like oh shit all right google here you come like let me figure this out or looking at the receipts that she previously did and stuff like that but like you be person because me I was just like I don't know no and I don't even be trying to like have no intentions on help but like you need what yeah I don't know you figure it out I had to figure it out you're gonna figure it out no it's just like probably when I go on vacation and I think it's just because I'm there like I feel like you come in like once a day so like everything that's like going to the cracks falls on me so I'm not trying to, for you to hassle me when I try to leave. Like whenever I try to take vacation because I'm the only one kind of there. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like you you throw a fit because I'm not coming like, no, when I leave, I make sure that everything that I need to do gets done mm-hmm. and it's so thorough. So it's only like the things that come in that we get take, need to be taken care right. of. Like you're not worried about anything else. And I leave it so like. You definitely do. <laughs> there is like nothing whatsoever. I just feel like. <laughs> You won't have a question. You can't. Like, if you be like, oh, you couldn't figure that out, like, then there's something wrong with you. Like, there is something wrong with you. But, yes, you are very thorough, detail-orientated. And me, like, I'm trying to really get better organized. Like, that's what I've been trying to do, like, get better organized. Like, even with clearing out the power and just making sure there's nothing on my desk that way. Because my biggest thing is, like, I'm going to let the power get up here. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit, this was in the power? Like, oh, my God. So, um, and it's just like, I have to do better with that. So that's what I'm working on. And I was like, even with me coming in the hour and a half, whatever, every morning, it definitely helps me mm-hmm. stay on track versus when I was just doing yeah. those two days. Because other than that, like, stuff is piling up. And I'm just like, oh, oh, shit. Like, damn. I think you just need to find your, your way of organizing, like, what works for you. Because, like, not everybody's organization works. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, it gives me a high. Like, it gives, 
I kid oh you not. God. Like at the end of the day when I was about to leave and I saw that beautiful email, like I was just like, yes. And like, it doesn't go to me at all. I'm so upset. Like, why is this my life? What? I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, how did I get here? Like, what? No, like it gives me a high of like, even sometimes when customers call and like I'll know exactly who they are and what they need and I'll be like, I literally like this. Like, they'll be like, you didn't even look up anymore. I'm like, but I already know who you are. Yeah, like, no. it, I don't know. It gives me a, you know, I'm the spreadsheet person. Like, you are. <laughs> and I just be like, nope. Everything mm-hmm. that you will ever need will be in my spreadsheet. And it's not. I, I don't even know. Yeah, no. And I don't know. Some weird thing. It keeps saying, like, in my astrology, oh, you're detail oriented. I'm like, where? You probably are. Let me tell you, you have to find your thing. Like, you have to. Some people think the thing, like, oh, yeah, you are. You think you're this. And I just be like, Mm, okay. <laughs> you do have to find your way of organizing. Organize it. Like, like some yeah. things I can do. Like when it comes down to paying the bills, like my bills, I'm but good. Even the same, like if you apply that maybe like in other parts, like you'll probably see it. See like it, yeah. because how I organize like everything at work, like that my bills are organized <laughs> that way. Like you could ask me anything. Yeah, she got a whole color coded calendar. I was like, who has this? Like what? She OCD when it comes down to that. She's definitely OCD when it comes down to that. You know, my other job. <laughs> like, and I'm laughing because I said this the other day. We had to finish 30. And, like, the packages, like, people just throw them. And my OCD does not let me, like, at the end of the night, if we're, like, have time left over, I'll start putting them in numerical order because it's just, like, my OCD doesn't let me just, like, and I'm like, no. Like, I was about to do that with the deals. I'm like, oh. And then I thought, I was like, yeah. I put it back down like, no. It's, she's going to do She's going to do these. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Goodness, so funny. Things I feel like It's okay. I feel like it gets you places. That's for damn mm-hmm. sure. I'm just like really wrong. You know what? I think, this is also why I think I'm so organized. I'm lazy. So here, no, well, hear me out. Like oh, yeah. I hate okay. like my like the boss is coming in and asking for something. I hate having to get up and look for it through like tiles or like or like have to go through like out of the computer type of thing. Mm-hmm. So if it's in a spreadsheet and you're asking me about it, all I gotta do is put Control F and I find it. I'll tell you exactly what it was, when it was cut, like all of that. I mean, it definitely makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it doesn't. I don't. I like it. Ah, uh, yeah. I I be. I literally wish that I could. If I mean, if I applied myself, I probably could. I think for me, I just need the setup. Like if you set it up for me, I can do the rest. Oh, like if you like once you set it up, like oh this. And I think that was the biggest problem in my other job was that there was no structure. Like at the, at oh, a, okay. the yeah, it's, it's like you have because always you guys no structure either. I mm-hmm. set up my well, own structure, but <laughs> the thing is, it stays consistent. Like you know exactly, oh, yeah. it's it's a consistent thing. It's not a like it's it changes every other week. Like nope, I don't like that. I need this. Nope, I don't want that. I need that. Like what? Like it's there is no structure. Whatsoever. Maybe because my boss isn't like. Well, my boss is OCD, but like he kind of doesn't lets me do like you have your system that you're gonna figure out and that's how you want to do it and then right and you're able mm-hmm. to give him the information that he yeah. wants when he asks for it yeah. so it's just like oh, it might okay. be because of that because like the only things that like 
he'll be like, here, do this, like, it's personal stuff. And then you'll be like, you could throw it out. And I know that I can throw it out because two weeks later, he'll be like, remember that blah, blah, and I just pull it out. And I'm like, we're going to do that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing. Like, if you set something up, like, say if there was structure already on how things were run, I can follow mm-hmm. that, that structure easily and just implement it. But if nothing is implemented and it's just like, no, throw this away or shred this. And I'm like, but you need this stuff for seven years, whatever. And it's just like, no, I don't want it. And it's well, just like. But see, that's another thing. I don't ask permission. I just do it. He throws stuff away. He's the type, you know how our bosses, they don't go through our personal items. Yeah. He will go through anybody's personal um, items. He'll go through your drawers like, well, what is this? Or what is it? Like, why are you in my things? Like, so. But our boss, my boss, he doesn't do, he's not about to just go rumbling through somebody's stuff. I mean, I think he does, but he doesn't do it because I'm there. So, like, I'll watch, like, your stuff and he'll be like, he'll open the door and he'll look and he'll be like, I don't want to go through this. But he will, like, text me, like, even before, like, over there, he'll text me, like, I'm going to go through your drawers, like, where's such and such. But I don't think, who knows, maybe so, that he would just go, like, like, it'll be, like, I remember when um, Misty was there and, and she had, like, snacks and, like, he went through her stuff, like, through and was like, why do you have snacks here? And he just throw all the stuff away. I don't think he would go to that extent of, like, to just throw someone's things away, like, this in your, your life. Oh, or maybe you should take it out or something because it might cause this. But, like, the things that he does, he's, he's come you know from a different what? club. No, I think maybe because he's not that comfortable with us because we have never seen him sit at that finances. And I tell you, oh, he goes through his stuff. Yes. yes. So he that's does. what I'm saying. Like, you hear what I'm saying? Because, right. like, technically with your other boss, you're that close. Like, we're not, I mean, like, the clothes, like, you work with him that close. Okay, because we're not, and no, not like, close we're, like, we're, we're not friends. I'm like, we're not friends, and I say this, I'm, we're not friends. I don't look at you as my friend whatsoever. Like, I look at you, you the boss who paid me, like, there is no friendship here. Like, that, like, and he says it a lot, like, um, I don't want our friendship to be, the, and I just, what? What's his friendship? We ain't friends. Well, my no new friend. friend. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not your friend. We ain't doing nothing outside of work. Friends do things outside of work. We're not doing it. I'm not calling you. I'm not asking you for advice. I'm not doing any of that. That's what friends do, right? Like, we're not friends. Yeah. I'm just like, we're not friends. Like, my loyalty is to the like the job, and that's where I went wrong. Like, that's where I absolutely went wrong because I'm just like. This is this is not like I don't know like I'm here because I'm doing a job. That's it. That's all. Like if I'm asking for something, I'm asking like if I haven't even asked for anything. <laughs> like like I'm just like this is super. This is weird. It's weird. And when he, I just be like, well, I'm not your friend anyway. Like I'm That's just funny. it's so it's. I'm so happy. Like it's de- when actually like when it's the last last thing, girl. I might just eat five edibles. I don't know just to celebrate five edibles and a fifth of Hennessy. I don't even know. That's how I feel. Like like no I don't even do right. I don't even drink like that. What is it? You don't even drink. I don't even know how big that is, but it sounded good. <laughs> well. I mean, I don't say I want to be a part of that party, but I know how Hennessy tastes, and I don't want to be part of that party. Oh, my God. Like, that's how the relief is going to load off my... Like, I don't even care about what it's going to be. Like, I'm I'm so ready. Like, I'm ready for the new chapter. Like, I'm so ready for the new chapter. I'm really excited for you because 
I think this is something that you're growing with. I think it's going to give you space and time to do what you've been avoiding. Let me tell you guys, I have been telling Charlotte that she needs to sit by herself on her own and she doesn't listen to me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. But, no, like, you know, it's so hard because even like these couple of days that like I was completely like on my own, it, it's it's like hard to an extent, but it's also so fulfilling. Like I was talking to the person that I've been dealing with because they're not here and I'm like, I get restless in the sense of like, I want you here, but then I'm like, this is the last chance that I'm ever going to have to do by myself. This is the last chance that I have to do everything I want. So why am I going to wait for you to come home type of thing and like, give me the love that I want? Like, I'm going to give it to myself. If that means I'm going to book three rooms, if I'm going to go on a walk, like, I'm going to do it for me because how can I expect you to do stuff that I like when I don't even know what I like? So, I think this, like, for you even, it's going to let you concentrate more on yourself because I do feel like this job was taking so much of yourself mm-hmm. in the sense of your time. Um, we don't have physical jobs. They're very mental, and, like, people don't understand, like, the toll it takes on you. Like, just because you're not moving something 24 hours a day, everything, like, your mind gets tired and that's sometimes more tired than a physical because you could go to sleep on a physical mm-hmm. but like your mind like sometimes like i would like love my physical job more than i do like my other job and it sounds horrible but like i get to literally like my mind's working on my own stuff mm-hmm. and i go home i sleep i wake up and then like now my brain's working like so i think it's gonna open so much Mm-hmm. I think so too. I really do, and I think I'll be able to like really focus. <laughs> Are you okay? With that? <laughs> oh my gosh! Is it getting to you? No, I was thinking like on my new project that I got assigned today, but <laughs> I'll be able to focus on that. Oh, I'm like you got assigned a new project. You didn't tell me. Look at me, like over here on. <laughs> So I'll be able to really focus on that because I think sometimes just with thinking about everything else, like I'm not completely focused. So I think with this like load lifted off of me, I'll be able to really even just focus on myself and my mental health um, as well as everything else because I feel like if your mental health isn't there, but if your mental health isn't there, it will stunt your growth in other areas. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like this is like a cleanse and it's actually like the perfect time in the year, in the beginning, 2021. Um, so it's it's like a blessing. A blessing. Oh my God, I was just like, you should have seen my face. I was like, so, you know, originally we, were gonna, we had like a topic outline, but like I like the way this conversation's going. So I think like it's better if we just kind of be talking about this and we also talk about, um, I don't think a lot of people talk about this, like, the messy type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, the strain of your ego. Like, because I think people, like, are like, oh, you're this positive person, and, like, mm-hmm. it's rainbows and butterflies, and, like, you stage and meditate, and, like, you just never think negative. Mm-hmm. And that is not it. Like, that is completely not it, because... Mm-hmm. Once you start silencing your ego, your ego comes like on a hundred because 
it doesn't want to change. So it tries to poke everything out of everywhere. Yes. And there's a lot of loneliness with it. There's a lot of confusedness. There's a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like just rejection of yes. it because it's just like this is something you're accustomed to doing mm-hmm. and um that's the hardest thing to let go. It's like you have to break a bad mm-hmm. habit and it can it can be overwhelming. Um, even now with me working on myself and um, doing the shadow work and just writing and journaling, um, it takes a lot out of me personally because I am completely a surface person. You ask me a question, I'm right back at it with a surface-ass answer. I'm not really digging into it. And I didn't really, really realize that until this year. Like, not long ago either. But I'm just like, well, damn, like, I don't dig deep deep I can get it out I don't dig deep I give you a surface answer like how was your day it was good like I'm not I'm not gonna give you anything else like unless like Venus knows how to ask the questions like all kind of different ways to get the answer but I like asking the same question 10 different ways yes to like get and I'm like okay like now I know Yes, like she'll send me a question or something and ask me a question and I'm literally just going to be like, yes or no, or like, it's not going to, like, I'm not going to take the time to really think about it or answer the question. It's this book that I have and it's like, it's kind of like a shadow work book and it asks a whole lot of questions and it was difficult for me to like really answer the questions. Like you think like, oh, this is this is easy, like, what's your, your fear? And it's just like, you think something like, oh, just, I'm just going to throw out something like, spiders, like, but it's just like, it's deeper than that. And when you're doing all this work, trying to get yourself work, you got to, yes. man, you got to dig deep. And it's just like, oh my, God, oh my God, it brings up so many emotions that you haven't dealt with, so through your lineage, like, mm-hmm. it's not just you, this is like passed on down the line. Like, you didn't just get this, like, it was passed on from your parents mm-hmm. and from their parents and then their parent parents, like, it's yes. just a line. And if you don't heal it and you have kids, you, it keeps going. You yeah. just keep passing it down. Mm-hmm. And I don't think everybody realized that because honestly, it's not something I ever really thought about. You know, mm-hmm. um, me and Venus be having these deep ass conversations and stuff like on a regular. Like, if you want to get deep, call up Venus. Like, she definitely going to bring it out of you. And, and I, I, and I told my best friend, she'd be like, it's nine in the morning. I was like, well, y'all already know. Like, if it's 20, yeah, talk to me. Like, but I think everybody needs somebody like that. Somebody who's going to not let you settle, who's going to bring out your best qualities and not just let you just settle and just yes. do those things. You know, I, I I can't say that I've always been a good friend. Um, I haven't always been a good friend. And I know sometimes, like, I can just come up like, I give, like, hard love. But I've also learned how to, like, give that hard love because sometimes I would just come hard just like I just didn't give a fuck. And it wasn't that I didn't give a fuck, it was just that, like, I didn't know, like, that's how I was raised. Like, mm-hmm. I was raised, like, I'm going to tell you what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And that comes from the relationship with my mother. And, like, healing that even, like, it's like, you know, the first time it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm learning how to say things, and I'll tell you beforehand, like, I'm about to give you tough love. Like, and if you're uncomfortable oh, with it, I'll take you for warning. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to Google because I'm sure I don't get for one like I'm about to give you something. But it's just the thing because, no, we do it so different though because 
Like, <laughs> you're hardcore. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't I'm like mushy. mushy. <laughs> you are not soft and mushy, bro. Like, you are not mushy. Like, you know, the other day my best friend told me, she's like, I really want to beat you up. She's like, because of, because of you. She's like, I learned emotions and now I cry. She's like, I, I like let myself cry. She's like, and I've never been okay with crying. She's like, and the other day I was crying and I was like, fucking Venus. Like, she's the reason why I'm so like sitting here crying. And I'm like, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so attacked. Man, well, really, I think we feel attacked of anything. What oh do you say has like one of the hardest things for your feelings that you come across and you're like, fuck this? How do I do this type of thing? Oh my gosh, I think the hardest for me is just um, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness on a grand scale because I have so many um, resentments against people. Um, and I know that it, it can't be resolved at this point mm-hmm. and just trying to let it go because I know that that holds me back a lot. Forgiveness and trust are huge mm-hmm. battles that I deal with. Yeah. Huge battles. Like, I trust is huge. oh my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it is so, I always feel like, and I know it's really bad, like, I feel like there's an ulterior motive for people. Like, what are you doing this for? Like, are you really being genuine? Like, it's just, it, it's a constant thing that I battle with. Like, what are your intentions? Are you really genuine? Are you really doing this because you want to do it? Like, I, and I know it's a really bad thing to do, but I definitely, between, yes, trust and anger, the, like, resentment and just letting go of the past, it's a huge battle. That is huge. I think for me, my biggest, has been like forgiving my mother and like I'll think that I'm doing fine and then like starting like today like today happens and I'm just like I was so angry like I was just like literally you hit me up yesterday to do this and you never called me on my birthday and like I had to like check myself because like I'll think that I'm doing good and then everything's happening I'm like damn it that and this year I have never in my life struggled with like envy. I had never been envious of anything or anybody. And this year was the first, and as I'm telling you, like your ego comes at you with like a thousand other things. And like it was like in like the first time that I had ever felt that and I was struggling with it because I had never felt it. And I was like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And I was angry about it and I was just like, and I was, I told the person that, I, that I'm dealing with, like, I was like, I'm feeling this and I'm giving it to you because I don't know how else to do it. I don't even know how to accept it. And when I tell you, like, they sat me down and literally walked me through it, and it was just like, and then, like, and it's perfect, like, the way of just, like, it's perfectly fine for you to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Find out what's the root of it. And, like, literally, all it took was maybe, like, an hour conversation, and I let it go. But I had been keeping it in for like three months at that point. And I was so angry about it because I had never felt it. Like, I was like, where is this coming from? Like, I've never felt it. I've never been like a jealous person. And I was struggling with it. And then I realized that it wasn't that I was jealous. It was my ego. Because I had like kind of like 
torn down everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you think you're doing good, like, nah. So I was just like, where is this coming from? Right. Like, you know, like, I've never felt this. Like, what the fuck is going on? And it literally was like, I was just like, I'm giving it to you because I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't know what to do with it. And I'm angry, like, I was like, I'm angry with you. Like, and it was an anger that, like, it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I knew it, but I was like, I need to tell you that I'm so angry with you. I'm like, and I'm hurt. But I know it's not your fault, but I can't get rid of it. And it wasn't until I wasted it. Right. And it was like a hor- like it was a hard conversation. Like I was crying. So I think like this year alone dealing with new emotions that I had never dealt with. I was like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like why do I feel this way? And it's like a constant, like a constant battle. Like I'll start charging and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay off. Like I was like, I'm not going to work with myself today. And then, like, I'll be, like, doing morning pages. And then here comes my phone. And they're like, oh, you think you're not going to work with yourself today? And I'm like, oh, right. my God. Like, I was trying to take a day off. I know. I feel you. I feel like that Um, even though I just came from vacation, like, I do feel like, um, I did feel, like, more productive coming back. But I still feel drained. And I was like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look drained. And I was like, I shouldn't be drained after coming from a beautiful vacation. Like, I should be rejuvenated at least for a couple of months or so. But I was just like, I still feel so mentally drained. And that's like what people don't talk about. Like, Mm -hmm. when you start doing the work on you, it drains you. It soulfully drains you. Like, you could sleep all day. You could take vacation. You're drained because it's heavy on your soul. Mm-hmm. It's heavy on you trying to let go of everything you've been taught from the moment you were born. You have been conditioned a certain way. And now they're telling you, like, oh, you got to get rid of all of that? Exactly. <laughs> right. Before yeah. you can get to the next yeah. level, you got to get this. You got to get through this. Like, like you got to literally strip yourself into, like, this position where I'm, like, you know, and I'm grateful that, like, I have people, like, in my life that don't judge me or, like, I don't feel judged by them because I also came from a very abusive relationship where everything I did was wrong, where I was judged for everything. So, the people in my life are so solid where I could be like, I've been feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know what? Like, I can't do it today. Like, I can't do it today. Like, I love you. But I just don't have that energy to like be there. And like, you guys don't take it personal. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. That you guys is don't take huge. it personal. That you're like, okay, take your day. Like, I'll be here. Because, you know, and it's not like you need a big ass explanation. I, mean, I just can't do it today. Like, give me today. And then whoever we're ready to talk about it, we'll talk about it. And it's never on that, like, personal. That's a, that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people probably deal with that because a lot of times, when you're not in the mood to like be bothered people, people take it personally. Like it's not about you. It's about me and me working on myself. And sometimes I don't want to mix your energy with my energy. Hell, I don't need the pep talks. Um, because I know what I have to work on. I I know what I'm dealing with. I know what I'm working on. I don't need. I already. I know what it is that I have to deal with. And I'm not trying to include you in it or anything like that. But people take it personally. Oh, you acting funny. It's like. No, it's not. I think everybody needs to take 
say it's a self-care time. If they need yeah. to unplug their phones and not answer anybody, like, it's normal, but people act like it's so, like, oh, my gosh, like, you got that funny or, mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. You need to take that same time to <laughs> out for yourself, whether you know it or not, but yeah. it is a process. Like, even with my best friend, a couple times I've been like, you know what, I'm not in a great headspace, so, like, me and me giving you advice is not, I don't think it's not going to come from a good place, but I'm not in a good headspace, so mm-hmm. I might not be giving you the best advice you need right now. Like, I might look back and be like, what the fuck? Like, I would never steer you wrong, like, consciously, but I am not in the headspace to give you that mm-hmm. advice to where I know that I did it at my best of my ability, that I walked you to, like, how you should be walking. Mm-hmm. And, like, people don't understand that. Like, it's like, oh, you don't want to help, or, like, oh, you think you're all that. And it's like, it's not it's that. Not that. But, like, do you want shitty advice, or do you want a real-ass advice? Mm-hmm. I can give you shitty advice all day long, and then you go about your merry way, and exactly. it is what it is. That's so true. I think a lot of people are dealing with this right now. Even the post that uh, we have posted with us, uh, like, how was everybody doing? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my, oh my God. God. Like, it was so many comments of mm-hmm. people saying that they're not even doing well. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it was two people who said that they were mm-hmm. okay, but overall, everybody was just, like, going through something. Yeah. It's just, I was like, wow. I did not <laughs> expect to get, like, that much action on that post because mm-hmm. I think we have posted like stuff like that yeah. before and like people like will like it and that's it that's and like it, it was like, coming the, in and and, and it's still right. coming like yes. you're coming into the house it's like oh mm-hmm. my god like, and I mean we're grateful for it and we're like I try to like answer back like as much as I can <laughs> and like yes you know, I also don't try because it is a, like a it's because you don't really know what to say either. It's not even about not knowing what to say, but I it's a public platform, so like I'm not gonna try to dig too deep into what you're going through because I don't know what you're going through, and it might not be for a social media platform. So I can like give you like positive encouragement. I could like give you it's a little. <laughs> she already looking for the cup <laughs> for the bottle like I could give you encouraging advice and words but I'm also not gonna pry I'm not gonna pry on your business especially in a public space like that because it's not like for everybody know your business right if you reached out and felt like telling you like it's not going okay like I'm sorry that you're I, I'm truly sorry that you're going through because you know, we. I think for this year, mentally, a lot of people are going through it because yes, honestly, but this pandemic made a lot of people sit by themselves. Yes, and I bet you they're like going like insane. Yeah, absolutely. Because you literally, especially for like people who don't uh, like have kids or have mm-hmm. family with them, like they're really having to like stick it out by themselves. Like I couldn't even imagine, like because I've I've had you know I have my family. And my friends, like we still see each other, but you know, still working. But just imagine somebody who's not working or who doesn't have anybody. Like I can't even imagine. Even though, like my son, um, is with me. Like our schedules. Like I'm working, he's working, and he's not always around. And it's just like you know, we talk when we see each other. But you know, sometimes, well, I'm going through like the empty nester saying now. Like never thought I would. <laughs> But it's just like, man, I miss the company, even if we're not having a conversation with each other, but us just annoying that you're in a room or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it changes the whole dynamic. Like, I felt like with COVID for me, um, because my kids are already gone for the most part, 
but my siblings and I have grown closer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's affected people in so many different ways. Like, we've grown closer. Like, I, you remember, I would say, like, oh, my God, my sister's calling again. My older sister, she talks a lot. And uh, I'd be like, oh, my God, what you want? But now, like, during COVID and everything, like, we were, like, calling each other back and forth each day. Like, how is it out there? Like, what are y'all at? Are y'all locked down? Or, like, we were just talking back and forth. She was a CNN person, so she told me about the news and things like that, but I definitely felt like um, it had brought us all closer. Yeah. Like, I went to see her a few times. She came to see me. Like, we've all gotten together. Our communication is great. So, it's just like, what about those people who have nobody? Who just by themselves, literally mm-hmm. by themselves. Who are they reaching out to? Who are they leaning on? Who are they conversating with? Like, the that alone has to be just insane. Like, I mean, it would drive you insane if you have nobody to talk to. It, it would, and then, like, people that have had people pass from this, mm-hmm. and then I feel in a way that people have a lot more pressure working from home now. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to say that, like, when I, I mean, I've been going to work, right? So I still have that, like, even if it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, you have that drive where, like, you kind of decompress. You're at home, so it's literally you move maybe from the kitchen table to like the sofa, and like it, it got blended. Mm-hmm. It got blended to there's no way out right now. Like there's no way out. Right. And I can't imagine that. And like in a way, I know at the beginning I was like, oh, I wish I could work from home, blah blah. blah. But like that <laughs> that I mean, you it? technically could work from home just because you're so organized. I work from home. I'm getting fired at home. Like, <laughs> um. You get an email like, thank you for your time, but we no longer need you. Because <laughs> me? Oh, my God. I am a deadline person. Like, a paper due uh, tomorrow, and I got it three weeks ago. Guess what I'm doing a paper right now, tonight, right now. Like, oh, my God, I got to finish this. Like, I don't know what it is. The adrenaline does something to me. So, me working from home, I just, you know what's so funny? I, like, block schedule my day. Yeah. Like, I've lost it. Like, I'll tell you, like, I can tell you exactly what days I work on what. Yeah. No, yeah, that's because you OCD. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. No. I'm supposed to be online at 9 o'clock. I'm getting up at 8.58. Like, right with my eyes. Like, hey, I Like, no. Like, it is not. Like, I know. Like, I've been saying all the time, like, oh, I wish I did have an option. But honestly, I know myself. Working for home is just—it would not be for me. I need to actually go there because hell, going there sometimes ain't the greatest. So let no me. <laughs> but like now, I imagine those people that are not only working from home but have kids. Oh no! See, like I, I would be getting an email soon. I open up like, thanks, you can't even log on no more to the company website. <laughs> You're being like password reset, password reset. <laughs> like oh no, y'all gonna do this to me? I know it's not. You I have to have a let me work from home. I have to have a set structure. <laughs> that is it. Like the jobs I do, unless it's like something like for me or something, it has to be some type of structure. <laughs> like I have to <laughs> mentally prepare myself. Like oh, okay, like oh, this is what I gotta do today. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm, I'll make myself a list of things that I need to do. Like okay, this is what I gotta do because if I don't. It will be. Oh, like I need to like write it out. This is what needs to be done today. Oh, but then you have all these papers in your purse. 
Yes, I know. I got papers <laughs> everywhere. It's just like, oh my God. My son asked me, like, you have millions of purses. Why do you carry plastic bags? Oh my God, she <laughs> is the bag lady. She is the bag lady. Let me tell y'all, like, she has purses and, like, good sized purses. And she has pretty purses, too. Oh like, they're not, like, ugly. But she'll have three plastic bags, like, and then, like, it's a little tiny bag, and then, like, another two bags. And like, that's so embarrassing. My, like, she don't even carry lunch, so it's not even like, oh, I have my lunch. Like, I don't even know what she needs from those purses, or what she oh, has no. in, in, well, they're not purses, in those plastic bags. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I don't even know what it, I don't even know. Just have the coffee in the car. Don't judge me. Look. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> yes, I do. You know, I had like the car a mess and it was driving me insane. They're organized toast though. Like when I'm just okay, switched so what do you need toast for? Do you live in your car? Somebody put them. I don't even know why they put them toast in my car. <laughs> where did the toast come from? I don't even. When we moved. When we moved from where? Toast when that's when we moved. <laughs> We moved like two years ago at this point. Exactly two years ago because I just posted a picture wow, talking about our last day together. So we moved exactly two years ago. Uh, so those totes don't even belong to you. They're like the companies <laughs> because there's probably paperwork in there. It definitely there's is. There's probably company paperwork in there. It definitely is. I I'm, I know that for a fact. It definitely, it definitely is. Yes. I know. Don't just be. So attack. I've been attacked all day long. I don't know who's been attacking you. you. I just seen you. All day. Oh, the post? <laughs> what post? Oh. Yeah, attacked all day. That was an attack. Those were facts. But, I, you know, I don't even agree with that post because I think cancers, I should, like, get some type of money back. Not Gemini. Oh right, because this is not it. I feel so attacked. Oh, my goodness. This don't make me feel bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You gotta make me feel better. Thank you. But, you know, I've been doing like this shadow work and this work, and I think like my biggest thing. Wow, oh, that was in my ear. I'm sorry. It was not. I'm sorry. Can you put those sprinkles like you did the last time we did the special for the job? I'm not right. He's <laughs> a lazy guy. I told you what happened. We went to. I'm gonna. We're gonna cut from the toes. We're gonna wait. That's still the same. I don't even know why you're trying to volunteer. Uh, I, because I was like, oh yeah. As soon as the the message went out as um, well, what are we gonna cook? I was like, we should get it. Like somebody to cook it for us. So, I'm really into astrology, and I think I just made everybody into astrology. <laughs> and I'm really into, like, reading my chart and everything. And, like, I actually don't, it was this post that I seen that said people who are really into astrology are the most loving people because when they were younger, no, hold on, because when they were younger, they were misunderstood. So when they go above and beyond to under, try to understand someone, it's because that's the way that they would, they wish someone else would have tried to understand them. 
And like I think back, like it goes back to like the relationship with my mom. Like she never tried to understand me, and like that's why where I'm like I do think about it. Like I'm like I try to understand where people come from. Like as to like why do they do the things that they do, like or their trauma or whatever the case is, because we deal with a lot of trauma that um, we don't talk about or we don't even know that it's trauma. Or that we've been told it's wrong. Like for me, my it's so funny, like the difference between someone that loves you and that truly loves you, between someone that thinks they love you or mm-hmm. says that they love you. Like for the longest time my mom and the person I was with I was really abusive would be like, You're so dramatic, like this and that, like it ain't even that serious, right? So that's always been instilled in me that I'm so dramatic and I'm so over the top. Over the top. So with the person I'm dealing with, I have said something like, "I know, I'm sorry, I'm so dramatic," and they were like, "No, hold on, you're not dramatic. This is how you feel, and your feelings are valid. Why do you feel this way? Don't ever say that you're dramatic because you're feeling." And I was like, "What? Like, what are you right. mm-hmm. Like, I'm not crazy." And I guess when someone comes and tries to help you, you're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it might come to, to where you said that you're like, what's your motive? Why are you trying to help me? Because it was like, what's your motive? Why are you trying to help me? Why are you trying to help me heal? Why are you trying to love me when I can't even love myself? Like, what is your motive? Like, what are you trying to get out of it? And I guess once I got out of that, like, state of mind, I was like, you truly do love me for who I am. I'm like the messiness that I am, like, the, I'm a runner, like, and they'll be like, you run and I'll chase, and it's not healthy, but, <laughs> it's not, they say it's so sweet, yeah. but, it, it comes a lot from that, from, like, that unhealed trauma, and, you know, mm-hmm. before I came over here tonight, I was thinking about that whole incident with my mom, and I started looking back at my relationship with women and I'm like all these years I've tried so hard to find my mother um and remember how I was telling you that usually like all my friends have been older like all my friends that were girls have been older and I went back and I was just like and these women like love me like they like literally love me and they're like you're so good and I was like I've tried to find my mother's love since I can remember because I guess I needed that approval and I don't anymore where I just like I really don't care I'm not gonna say that it doesn't hurt like today I was just like crazy serious type of thing but I kind of have to let it go and keep it moving because I also realized that I have to forgive my mother without her ever apologizing she's never gonna say she's sorry she's never gonna admit to things that she's done She's never gonna, it's never gonna be her fault. Right. Which was also, like I said, you learn to love from your parents because of abusive relationship that I was in, it was my mother. Mm-hmm. It was my mother. It was the, it was my fault why they hit me. It was the, you're dramatic. You shouldn't have done that. And I was thinking about that because I was like, my father and the person that I'm with, their persona has never changed regardless of what I've done. 
like who they are, their essence has never changed. As to these other people, it's like, well, you did this, this, and that, so it made me act this way. And I was like, that shouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. Like, you should never change who you are. So either you're not true to your, and see that that goes into the like it's about you, it's not about me. Right. So then you're not true to yourself, or mm-hmm. I'm triggering something in you, right. and you need to heal. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, and I have to forgive you because you're never going to see it how I do. You're never gonna feel what I felt. You're mm-hmm. always gonna excuse it. And I think like because my mother is still alive. And I'm never, like, her being alive, and, like, I, I know I'm never going to get it, sometimes it's harder. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, you're still here, and you can still say I'm sorry. Like, even, like, I said, I think I told you this before, where, like, she was, like, under something, like, you're everything to me, I love you. And I, I question it, like, I'm like, why are you telling me you love me? And it's bad. Like, it's bad. Let my dad tell me that he loves me. And I don't hesitate. Like, I know this man loves me unconditionally. And my mom's love was always conditioned. Like, it was always like, what are you going to do for me to love you? Like, what are you going to do? What are you doing right for you to deserve my love? As for my dad, it didn't matter. He was going to love me no matter what. And... I don't think we ever really talk about how toxic mothers are. We talk about how toxic men are. We talk about toxic masculinity. We talk about how men are in and out of the picture or leave their children. And I'm not saying that it's the women's fault why they're toxic. But they do have these men that leave. And now they're there to be providers, to be mothers, to nurture, to, you know, all this. But, like... They don't care admit that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. I know. I definitely know. And it's like, mothers hurt their children so much. I mean, think about it. Why mother, how mothers are like, mothers hurt their boys and they hurt their girls in different ways where their boys don't know how to do shit. And their women are so like, well, my mom did it this way and that's how she raised the type of thing and it's not. The correct way. Like I remember, I was ra- I was eight years old raising another child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is true. It is. It's like a um a curse that you have to break. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's the only way that you can move uh, forward is just owning up to it and not trying to have an excuse behind why you did those things instead of just saying. I'm sorry. I know I fucked mm-hmm. up and I'm sorry, you know. I'm at a stage where I'm trying to make it better type of thing, but a lot of times they don't like it. It's just like, oh, well, this is what it is type mm-hmm. of thing. And that's just that. And that's just not the way to go. Like, you have to make your peace or the cycle continues. You know, I also have to say that what doesn't help is, I want to say the economic barrier that have been thrown out. That doesn't help either because if you think about it, most people of color that do have a two person, you know, two adult household, all the adults have to work. And if there's only one adult, that adult has to work like three, four jobs just to maintain and be able to provide food. And yeah, that's a necessity, but time is also a necessity. Love is also a necessity. Like, learning about your child is a necessity. It is. As to where other neighborhoods, 
they're more allowed where the mother stays at home and is mm-hmm. able to like maybe or one of the parents, not always the mother. I think that when you say that, that opens up another thing where a lot of times people feel where um, or parents feel like, well, I'm working to make sure that you have everything, but financially isn't everything mm-hmm. because you still have to give them that that time, that love. Like that is something that my mom always would say, like you taking them out places, that's mm-hmm. that's nothing. Like it's the quality time that matters. Mm-hmm. It's the doing the things outside of like financial things like that that matter. Because I know for me it's just like, oh okay, let's go, 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 let's go here, let's go there. But that's not everything. Like that's like just watching a movie um, together, maybe more memorable than going to, let's just say, Chuck E. Cheese as a kid yeah. or something like that. Like, because they all look back like, I'm like, man, I remember, like, just that day where we just watched movies all day. Like, that made me, made me more to them than doing something else that was major. Like, I think that's what people get lost at. It's always, it's not about financial. Yeah. Like, you may be struggling with everything, but if you're giving them that time, they might not realize the thing at that age as a kid, but as they grow up, they be like, well, damn, you know, my mom was cool or my dad was this. Like, he actually did things to me mm-hmm. that really mattered and stuck with me. And now I want to do that for my kids. Yeah. But if all the time they just want to throw money at you, like, or thinking that you always getting them the best things or the best designer like clothes or something like that. Like, they're a great mm-hmm. parent, but in actuality, it's not. It's more than that. It's deeper yeah. than that. Like, when I tell you, like, I don't know how my dad did it. I mean, I was going to school working, like, two jobs. And when I tell you he was a present father, like, my dad was such a present father. Like, I told you, like, all the teacher knew about her dream. And, like, it was always, like, sit down, we're going to have dinner, and, like, we're going to talk about your day. And then, how are you feeling? Like, are you stressed about that? Like, my dad was such a present father that... Like, he'd be like, come, we're going to have family time. And I, I used to hate it. I'm not going to lie. I used to hate all the things. And I was like, for what? Like, I want to be in my room. I want to be on the phone. But now looking back at it, mm-hmm. I'm like, I appreciate yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate that so much. I appreciate that I have these memories with you that we did this together. That you taught me how to do this. That at every single, like, honor roll, like, whatever, you were there. Mm-hmm. Like, I could always count on you, and like I said, they teach you how to love, like, from when you're a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is how I should be loved, and this is like, you know, and now that when you have one good parent and one toxic parent, your life just kind of like, well, which one is it? Yeah. But they say that you always try to, when you're an adult, you always try to redo the relationship you had with the toxic parent mm-hmm. because you, you feel like you have someone to think that you want that approval and I've seen it like I see it i seen it with my last relationship where I was like and, and I used to do this process in my head where I was like well my mom was like this but then this happened and like she was fine so I was like if I could just get through this like this is gonna be fine so I was like constantly seeking that like validation that like it wasn't me that, like, I was good enough to, like, I was just like, I don't know what happened. Like, I just, like, prayed enough. <laughs> I prayed enough. The universe heard me. I don't know what it was. And one day I was just like, nope, we're done. Like, we are done. Like, I'm done. I'm done with this. And 
I didn't pull myself out of that. Like, started so much healing like within myself, within my other relationships. But I can't tell you it was pretty. I can't tell you it was pretty. I fell into like I was drinking a lot. Like I was drinking a lot. I think we both were. <laughs> oh my god. I was drinking a lot. Like that winter, I remember I was drinking a lot. I I didn't know how to be myself. I like didn't want to be myself. Like I always had to be around people, around someone else. Like those first holidays too. Like I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I look at it now, and I'm just like, I rarely drink now. I really rarely drink. I mean, I'm drinking right now, but no, I'm looking at all this. I'm not looking at everybody. I, you know what? I do have a lot of alcohol, but I, <laughs> they're all full bottles. But I, yeah, I can say I think we both did, and maybe not at the same time, but mm-hmm. at one point it was at the same time that we were drinking literally every day, every single day, mm-hmm. um, and it was bad. And as I look back at it, I'm like, wow, like that was very toxic, middle of the day drinking, like drinking. Um, so yeah, I, it definitely it's a lot. I think. For me, I have toxicity from both parents to try to like muddle through to mm-hmm. let go of. I don't know where to start. Like I'm just in here, like I'm in the trenches. <laughs> like I just don't even know. Like oh my god, like it's just so much um, to deal with by yourself. Like I literally know I should talk to a counselor just to figure out like the path mm-hmm. or some direction on healing, but it's definitely a lot of healing that I have to do. And I think that I can't have a healthy relationship, honestly, until I deal with it. Because yeah. it's just not good. You know, I do feel that way, um that we need to heal ourselves. But don't quote me now. Like I've always said you need to heal yourself in order to like be able to have a healthy relationship. I do believe that, but I also like, and maybe it's just purely my experience that the right person will also sit there and help you. It's not a job. I'm not telling you it's their job. Right, exactly. I'm not telling you that they should. Right. But the but right, if they, yeah. yes, like the right person will also sit there. Like I was reading this book the day, and he said, like, you're not damaged goods. You're not this. You're not that. Let me tell you, one of the very first conversations that I had with COVID. I was like, there's no fix me, I'm damaged goods. Like, it was like this long, and it was just like this long, like, letter kind of like, they shouldn't love me. Like, I was like, you shouldn't love me because I'm dramatic, I don't know what I want, I can't even love myself, I'm damaged goods, I've been through, like, all this hurt, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, like, this person has a hundred times been through worse than I have on their best days. And I remember this person was like, no, they're like, fine. You want to work on yourself? Work on yourself, girl. But let me love you. Let me teach you how to love yourself while loving you. And I don't think I caught at the moment, but like, now that I look back at it, I was like, you didn't have to do none of this shit. Right. You could have been like, bitch, you crazy deuces. Like, let me know when you're better type of thing. And so I would, I've been so grateful because I guess I was just able to be vulnerable. And I, we're under this impression, too, that it's like, you have to love yourself for somebody who love you. Like, yes, that's true. Like, you have to have some 
essence of how to love yourself, mm-hmm. but also the right person, if they are the right person, they're going to help you love yourself. They are. Um, it's from a movie, but what she said kind of resonated with me. Um, we can put it in front Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that she wants somebody to pretty much just love her as she is, not try to change her. Mm-hmm. Like she knows she's broken. She knows she has issues, and not just accepting her for who she mm-hmm. is. And I feel like that. I feel like so many people come in thinking that they can change you into who they want you to be, type of thing, and not accepting you where you are in your life and who you are, yeah. and accepting it and truly embracing it versus trying to. Oh, I can change this person. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to change me. Like I'm telling you, I got issues now. If you're interested, then come on board. But don't think you about to come in and be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm the stable person. I can change you. I can yeah. do all of this." Because no, it's it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I do have to say, though, know, that before that, like I'm not saying that you can't have people like you, somebody can come and help you. We have to know how to be a friend. That is so important. I am going to tell you because. I was telling this to my best friend. Like, I didn't know how to be a friend. Like, I knew, but I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't completely sure. And I told my best friend, I was like, the moment you walked into my life, like, it was kind of like it clicked. Like, I remembered who I was because, like, a lot of the stuff that she would do and say, like, I was like, that used to be me. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. And, like, she just loved me. Like, she didn't care. She just loved me. I remember one time, um, <laughs> I was crying because the person always told me that they loved me. <laughs> right? and, and that's what it was. Like, I, I was trying to explain, like, what my last relationship was about. And like, a lot of hurt that I had never told anyone. Like, a lot of things that happened. And I remember this day, my best friend literally... Sat in the back of my car. Actually, my was winter, right? We sat in her truck in the alley till four in the morning, and I just cried it all out, and I told her everything. And I was like, the love that I felt from her, like that day, mm-hmm. and I was, and I told her like, everything you walked into my life, like I learned how to like a step love, like she forced it on me. Yeah, love her for it. <laughs> but she was like, because I had never had a friend that like would just do stuff because. That was who they were, yeah. Right. Like, because that's what she was. So, like, she would bring me lunch, or she would be like, what do you need? I'm going to drop this off type of thing. So, I learned how to, like, be loved, and I learned how to be a friend. And I think that also had a lot to do as to, like, once I got with this person. Because like, I knew how to be a friend. I knew what a good friend was. And that's how originally this started. Like, we were just friends. So, but I knew, like, I had, like, a thing of how to be a friend and how... A good friend should be to me. Mm-hmm. And if he had not had that, I don't think that, like, it would have gone that. So I would say that before anything, you need to know how to be a friend. Oh, or, my like, God. That is how I would have to agree yes. 100%. Um, I had a friend who told me that, who actually told me that. They was like, I'm your friend, but you're not my friend. And I didn't get it at the point at that time, but mm-hmm. I realized, like, damn. You're right. You always check it for me. You always make mm-hmm. sure I'm good, but I'm not doing it back. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm mad with that, but I'm working on that. But, um, and I realized that in some friendships that I had, that I was their friend, but they mm-hmm. wasn't my friend. 
It's like I'm checking for you, making sure you're good, and but you're not doing the same. It's not being reciprocated. So that all that resonated with me. That was maybe I don't know some years ago though, but it always stuck with me and resonated with me because I'm like, damn, I don't want to be that person. Like if you're a friend to me, I want to be a friend back. Like my best friend, he stayed consistent. For years, like we've been friends for, I don't even know, 20 plus years. I don't know how it's my kids, but we've been friends and he has not switched it up. Mm -hmm. Like he's married and everything and nothing. You know, a lot of times you get married, you fall off, you don't communicate no more. My wife don't like you. My guy don't like you. Whatever the case may be, but our friendship has never been interrupted. And good friends and true friends like that are hard to find. Like a needle in a goddamn haystack. They they don't come a dime a dozen. Um, genuine friends who ain't talking about you behind your back and all of that. But um, that's so important. Like people need to learn how to be friends back. Like, cause you can have friends all day long, but are you their friend? Mm-hmm. Are you making sure they good? Are you calling, checking in on them and their mental health and and everything for the most part? Because think about it, even the essence of a relationship. It's a friendship. Like it you is. have to know how to be friends, and I didn't know how to be friends. Mm-hmm. I, I did, but I, I also always gave more than I was given, and like it wasn't to my best friend. Like I was like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Like why are you asking me if I ate? Like it was so weird to me, but also because of that love, like I've been able to be like, you're not a good friend, and I'm gonna call you out on it, and that's okay because that's the person that you are, but I'm not gonna stay here. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stay here, and you know what? You see that I told you, like I have to cut this friend off. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not gonna stay here and be more of a friend than you are. Mm-hmm. I get it, life is messy. I get it, you can't always check up on me, but I mean, you, you know the patterns, mm-hmm. like you know the patterns, and it's like every single time I bring something up, you just like shut down. Mm-hmm. But when it's about you, like you're you calling my phone, yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. like, no, and that is one thing that I have to say. Like you have to know. Have you a good friend, but you also have to know how to receive that friendship in return. Exactly. That's so true. I know our friend, he was a great friend. Oh yes. my God. Yes. You tricked me into that friendship. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a great friend. Like, he definitely checks for us all the time. Even mm-hmm. like when we had the break in between mm-hmm. and stuff, like he would send us food and stuff still. Like, he drove out there and we had love <laughs> together. Like, we were so efficient, but I mean, yeah. like, like, well, good friends like that are mm-hmm. hard to find because it's just like, or they have arterial motives, mm-hmm. so it's just like. Yes, like, you, that is one thing that I do have to say that it's not true where it's like you have to know exactly how to love yourself to find someone. And also, it's not true that it's like, you can heal yourself while being with someone else. I mean, I'm not saying it's that it's their job. You are. It's, it's good though. I mean, you don't have to, but it is good to. Yes. Um, but to. it also, you have to know how to reciprocate that. And it goes mm-hmm. into like, you need to know how to be a friend because it, if you know, we'll joke around and I'm like, I'll sit the person on the phone and I know about this. And like, this comes, and I, like, I called it out. Like, this comes from like your childhood trauma because mm-hmm. you had to be this person while growing up and you don't know how to be anything else. And they'll laugh and they'll be like, look at you, like, schooling me now. And right. it's like, because you're not only going to build me, mm-hmm. I'm going to build you. Because if my partner, if I'm not building my partner, where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. 
like where are we gonna go because at the end of the day your relationship is a reflection of you and if it sucks you're gonna suck mm -hmm. i mean let's face it so i'm like either we're building or we don't need to be here like it's not just about me i thank you i'm grateful that like for the past like three years it has been all about me thank you but i'm at a good place right now and we're gonna focus on you mm -hmm. And like they say, it's not always 50-50, like it's 80-20, it's like, this is, oh, like right now we're working on setting boundaries. Don't like, look so enthusiastic. Because we're working on boundaries and I don't think I've ever been with someone so deep to where now we're at this boundary stage. And what she really want to say is that this person is taking a lead and she ain't liking it. <laughs> she is a control freak. So the fact that somebody is in here trying to take control, oh my God, she's not, it's not going well with her at all. I'm just going to say that. I'm trying, okay, I'm trying. <laughs> no, they sat me on my ass and told me, oh, she you did it your way, but now I don't yeah. know. Right. You know how they say like, um, like with the guy and the, and the girl, like the guy thinks he's in control, but really she's in control the whole time. That's her. Like she in control the whole time. She be like, oh, "Okay, you think you running this, but I still got this." <laughs> so her. That's so funny. This is so funny because they were like, "You're a runner, and I'll like you run, I'll chase, right?" Mm -hmm. And they're like, so I was going back on my journal because like that's one thing we do. We journal a lot, and then like. And then I realized that you have all of 2020 to lead this relationship. And I'm like, oh. and they're like, you know what? It's cool. You led. We stumbled. And they're like, and when we, when you fall, it's not just you falling. We fall because we are together. Like, we are a team. But now we're going to do it my way. And I'm like, this is me. But then this is me. Because like you just said, I'm a control freak. And I was like, yeah, but remember that 2019, we did it your way. And that you didn't work. And then 2020, we did it my way. I was like, so I think now it's time to put whatever works together. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot say what I'm saying. Because who do you think you guys tell me oh what we're going to do? Toxic. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. But we've gone like so overboard <laughs> on this tangent. Oh my god. But do you want to let them know where to find us? Absolutely. So guys, don't forget to rate us on iTunes, share us, and subscribe. We are available wherever your podcasts are available. Check us out IG at underscore girls dot like dot us. Also, you can email us um, if you have any questions, concerns, um, opinions, ideas. We'd love to hear it. Um, email us at girlslikeus six one nine at gmail dot com. Like, follow, share us on Facebook at Girls Like Us 619. And unfortunately, our phone number has changed, and we will update you on that information shortly. 